This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my friends. It's your buddy Phil here, Project Management Trainer and Coach. On today's show, we're going to be talking about project management. What exactly is it? You've heard people say, I'm a project manager. I manage projects. I work for an organization. I remember telling an Uber driver I was a project management coach and I was a project manager. And the first question I got was, what industry? And he was from the world of construction, where back in the day, the only project managers were in construction. Well, that has changed a whole lot since then. In fact, today, project management is used across all industries, whether you are in healthcare, IT, engineering, gaming, whatever. Absolutely, gaming, right? World of Warcraft, I've actually worked in companies developing computer games, video games, believe it or not. So when you say I'm a project manager, you're really saying I help get things done efficiently in such a way that the company I'm working for reaps benefits and my customers reap value and my stakeholders as well. And that's what project managers do. They effectively manage projects to deliver value to the end users, to the customers. Now, to get a little bit more specific, the academic version would say Project management is the application of knowledge, skills, tools, and techniques to project activities to deliver the end result or value to the customer. Projects also have characteristics. You could say a project is temporary. A project is unique. A project delivers a unique product, service, or result. Because even if you've done that similar project in the past, the unique deliverable you're delivering to this particular client has never been delivered before. And even if you're delivering something similar that you've delivered to the same client in the past, it's a different day, it's a different instance. So we look at projects as being unique. Every project has its own unique spin. So what do project managers do? Project managers effectively cater to organizations involved in projects by juggling three important aspects. And I'm not talking about the iron triangle right now. The three aspects are people, process, and business. We lead people, we manage processes and procedures, and we manage the business. Let's talk about them one by one. Project managers, they effectively lead. They should effectively lead. My mentor, John Maxwell, talks about leadership. So what is leadership? The true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. The true measure of leadership is influencing individuals. He says, he who thinks he leadeth, but has no one following after him, is only taking a walk. And that's one of the challenges that project managers face. How can you effectively lead a project if you don't have what people define as the power? 
Well, there's a difference between power and authority versus leadership. Authority or power is that position or title you've been given, and that's where you begin leadership, right where you are. But in order to do a greater job as someone in a project management role, you should understand that your position is never enough. In order to get to the next level of leading in project management, you need to be thinking about. You got it. People, and when we think about people, we think about being likable. In other words, people follow you because they like you. Have you ever followed someone you didn't like? Well, maybe you did because you had to. You see why level one is the most primitive of all. But when you think about following people who you like, it's not a big deal. Right, so level one is all about position. Level two is all about permission. People follow you because they like you. Now, level three is where you begin to shine as a project manager. Because in order to lead effectively, people want to see you lead by example. So, if you're not leading by examples of things you've done, things that you've been able to achieve for the company, you're not going to be that much of an effective leader. And that's why, whenever a new leader comes in. The followers are waiting for the leader to prove herself or to prove himself. So we talk about the production level, and this is where you've gotten stuff done. You've got a track record of successes. This is all part of your leadership clout. So that's level three. Level four is all about personhood. We call it the personhood level, and all of this is from my mentor John Maxwell's book, The Five Levels of Leadership. And when you get to the personhood level, you're thinking about sowing seeds that benefit others, elevating people, sowing into people, growing people, helping people evolve and expand. And that's what servant leaders do. Now, last but not least, we have the pinnacle, level five. And to get to level five, that takes for some people an entire lifetime. You get to level five through the constant leading at all levels: level one, position; level two, permission. People like you. Level three, production. They can see what you've done. Level four, personhood. People can see what you've sown into them. And level five, the pinnacle. And that's from the five levels of leadership. Now, this fits very well into the description of what project managers do, because project managers they lead without authority. And in order to lead without authority, think about those five levels. Now, when we are good with the people aspect, we're good at resolving conflict. We're good at leading from all angles. Another model that you should read up is the Hersey Blanchard model. If you haven't already, brilliant model that helps you understand how you lead situationally as a leader. As a leader. You can lead either from a directing position, a coaching position, a supporting position, or from a delegating position, and it really depends on where that individual is in their development and where they are in the organization. It also depends on what they're going through emotionally, mentally, and in their career. So we think in terms of fluid and dynamic leadership. We think in terms of people, people, people first. And when you've thought about people and interpersonal skills and emotional intelligence and Actively listening and being sensitive to your people, and being a servant leader, helping them grow, helping build community, helping to expand people. When you are immersed into that world, leadership becomes a lot more understood. Because a lot of times people feel that in order to be a formidable leader, you have to lead with carrot and sticks. 
using a Theory X mindset, which espouses the idea of people being watched and managed every minute. That is a very poor idea of leadership. In fact, that is draconian behavior, and it's not leadership. So as project managers, we don't want to be control freaks. We want to be enablers. We want to be the sales that set people free. We want to be the lid lifters. Steve Jobs, the great co-founder of Apple, has been known to motivate and propel people to do things that they even doubted in the first place. And I quite like a quote from Steve, which goes something like this to paraphrase. Management is making people do what you think they should do or what you want them to do. But leadership is making people do what they never even imagined they could do. Think about that. In other words, you inspired them so much that they blew their own minds in what they ended up doing. That is what the project manager is, the biggest cheerleader, the person who encourages the team to keep going. That's how you need to see project managers. It's all about people. It's all about service first. Now, service goes with other things, right? Service to people, leading people, it goes with the next bucket we're going to look at. The next thing we're going to look at is process. So to be a, an effective project manager, there are 10 things that you need to get down pat. And I'm going to talk about them one by one. The first one is resource management. Now, under resource management, it's all about understanding how to effectively bring on the resources you need and to manage and monitor those resources. And right now I'm talking more about the physical resources because we have talked quite a lot about the people piece. Now under resources, there is a people component, but I often like to say teams, not resources. Sometimes I might catch myself using Pembox speak, but it's really more about teams and then physical resources. So when we talk about teams, this is where you ask the question, what kind of team members are we looking for? What other skills? How far along in their careers do we want it to be? Could we use a junior person? Do we need a very senior person? What exactly are we looking for? So that's the people piece within resources, but you also have the physical resources. So I often say under resources, you have the different aspects, human, equipment, materials, supplies, and facilities. You should be able to get a good handle of those on any project you manage as a project manager. And then you need to be aware of scope, being able to scope out the project, knowing what needs to be done. So when we effectively manage scope, we talk about product scope, the features and functions of the deliverable, and we talk about project scope. In other words, the actual work that needs to be done to meet those requirements. So scope is twofold. It has to do with features and functions, and it has to do with actual scope of work being done. The project manager should also be capable when it comes to building a schedule and managing a schedule. So whether you are using Microsoft Project or you're using Trillo or PlanView or Clearview or maybe even a simple Excel sheet or maybe even a simple Kanban board with three columns to do, doing and done just to get your work organized. Regardless what you're using, the project manager should be good with effectively managing the schedule. The project manager should also be good with bringing the team in to take ownership of those tasks and those activities that are identified. The 
project manager should also be efficient in the area of managing cost, managing quality with the team. And when I say managing, I'm really talking about a collaborative effort. Project manager and the team. Just remember that. Project manager works with the team in all these things. Project manager should also be efficient when it comes to communicating, when it comes to managing uncertainties that can impact the project, being proactive with the team to take actions to prevent these unfavorable uncertain events or to propel those favorable uncertain events. The project manager should also proactively manage procurements and contracts and stakeholder engagement. So when you boil it down, the project manager needs to be able to weave everything together into one cohesive whole and have this small GOD oversight of the entire project and see it from all angles. And if the project manager is unable to see the entire vision, strive to understand the vision through the lens of other stakeholders, the project sponsor, whoever is involved. A project sponsor is someone who just upholds the project as a champion and provides resources for the project. So if you haven't listened to some of my other podcasts where I go into a lot of details about project management, I encourage you to do so. So when you boil it down, the project manager should be someone who, working with the team, has a good handle on scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, communications, risk, procurement, and stakeholder management, and also is able to wrap that up into one cohesive whole, and we call that integration. The project manager should be good at integrating things. If scope changes and someone is asking for more, the project manager should immediately remember, well, there are other things that need to change. We have scope, schedule, cost, and all these factors that work together. So the project manager helps move them along in one cohesive whole. So I hope you're beginning to get a better idea of what project managers do. This is one in many different discussions about the role and the work of the project manager. Project Management Process Group Scenarios Chapter 1 Initiating Process Group Scenario Mary is a project manager with a leading global engineering firm. The firm's two largest clients just merged and where there are mergers, there are sure to be new endeavors, also known as projects. Hi Mary, we just won a new contract, X1. We bid and we won. This is a client we already have, Doe and Zachary's merger. Really? They merged? Yes, and they recently stumbled on a fortune in some archaeological site after the merger. Wow. How exciting. This will require the best of our best in engineers, geologists, archaeologists, technologists, and of course, project managers. So I've decided that you should lead this project, since you led Project T5. (gasps) You are pretty familiar with the hardware requirements on similar projects, weather-related threats, and required capacity. You will also report dotted line to Bill, the new program manager who helped me develop the charter. Wow. How exciting. I am happy to hear that, Dr. Burns. Have we got any preliminary or high-level requirements and a business case for me to go through? Oh, yes, we do. It's all built into the charter, and you can read the contract and statement of work, too. 
All the relevant information from the contract and statement of work is in there as well. I would like you to do the usual. Have a preliminary internal meeting with the teams and get all the key players on board. Do the usual. Scope out the detail using previous projects as a benchmark and get us a schedule together by the end of the month to present to the client. Sounds like a plan. Which engineering team was pre-assigned during the sale? Team 5, Douglas and Max. And you know what tough nuts they can be with their time, so plan carefully. Get them on board with anything you finalize and run it by me before the end of the month. I'll be in Germany early next week, but I should be back in a couple of weeks. If you need me urgently, please contact Liz first. Accounting will have the charge code XY15A open for you to begin charging. Contract value is $50 million for the duration, but look out for those funding limits. Okay. Thanks, Frank. I will follow up with you before the meeting. Oh, and before I forget, let me sign that charter so you can get it archived. You know how Pincus espouses the digital nervous system and organizational process assets thing. <laughs> True. He became a convert after he witnessed the value of a PMBOK and PMP-centric organization. Pincus knows we stand no chance on those GSA schedules, which is probably why he wants all PMs certified by the next fiscal year. We are getting there, though. We're still CMMI level 2, in my opinion. <laughs> all the boys from Flight Wing are PMPs and PMI ACPs. Talk about being provoked by the competition. We will be stepping things up a notch after this project. Doe's chairman, Zachary, is pretty demanding, and if we want their continued business, we really need to step up to the plate. Indeed. Hopefully we will win the huge contract from the MOD next year, but I better jump on X1 right away and start my stakeholder identification and stakeholder analysis. You bet. Why don't you send me your stakeholder register when you're done, and let's see if there's anyone to add from our sister companies or externally. Initiating the project... In plain terms, initiating the project involves identifying a need, understanding the business case and the high-level requirements, and then transforming all that information into a succinct, precise project charter, which authorizes the project. It also involves identifying and analyzing project stakeholders. When you talk about effectively managing a project, there are five groups of things. We call them process groups. And these five groups of things, they're happening all the time on every project. One, we call it initiating. Every project is initiated, should be initiated. Because if it's not initiated, we really don't see it as a project. If it's not authorized, we don't see it as a project. Every project should be planned. I'm guessing you've heard the saying, if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. Every project has a sure way to fail, and that's to not plan. So planning is big. You plan all aspects, as many as you need to. Now, the next area is executed. This is where you carry out the plan. You've heard, execute the plan. Well, what they're saying is get the plan and just do it. Do the things in the plan. Next, we have the monitoring and controlling process group, which goes without saying. You put food into the oven, what are you going to do? You're going to check, right? You're going to monitor it. You're going to control it to make sure it doesn't burn. That's exactly what projects are. We monitor and control. As the work is proceeding, we're going to monitor schedule, cost, quality, risk. We're going to monitor all those areas and make sure 
If we need to change or adapt, we do. The final process group is closing, and this is where you are closing out either a phase within the project or the project as a whole. So this mindset of initiate, plan, execute, monitor and control and close, this mindset is used across industries and across project types. Whether you're using Agile, those things are happening in the background. Whether you're using waterfall methods, predictive methods, that is happening in the background. And that's the mindset as far as the process is concerned. So we have people, which I've spoken about. We have process, which I've spoken about. And you know what's next? Business. So when we talk about business from a project management perspective, the project manager should be someone who is able to navigate the business. The project manager needs to be able to combine the people piece, navigating political landmines in the company, right? Have a good grasp of process and understand the business environment that they're in. A lot of PMs, they get into project management expecting not to have to manage business. No, they quickly realize, I could be the CEO someday. And some of them actually do become the CEOs. And, you know, for example, one of my students was a director at the time, and that project manager grew into VP level and then ultimately into the C level. And that student invited me to his firm to speak to his people, now in the C level, but a PMP. So when I say PMP, I mean project management professional. It's a certification that project managers take. But last of all, in the business environment, the project manager should be aware of project compliance. Because if your project is in non-compliance, could be in trouble, there could be penalties. So you want to make sure that you keep your eye on all manner of compliance issues, security, health and safety, regulatory. You want to determine if there are any threats and you want to act in a proactive fashion against those. You also want to evaluate and deliver those project benefits to the business. You want to make sure that those benefits were really identified, whatever the benefits could be. You want to make sure that the external business environment changes are accounted for in the list of things to do. In other words, tweak your plan according to what is happening in the external business environment or just the environment at large. And lastly, be quick to identify how change affects your project and how your project impacts change going on in the company. And that's what project managers do. Now, I can blow this out into several more hours, but that will be taken away from the fun of meeting you in our next episodes. So I hope this spelled out to you what exactly project management is in a nutshell. If you've got any questions, do let me know. Drop me a comment below or just send in a message. You know, the website, pmradio.org. Reach out, ask your question. I'll be happy to answer. You take care and see you soon. Bye for now. Working with individuals, honesty is the best policy. You never know when you'll be found out. A boss asked his subordinate, Do you believe in life after death and the supernatural? The employee replied, Yeah, I think so. I thought you would, he said. Yesterday, after you left to go to your grandmother's funeral, she phoned up to talk to you. Yeah.